Welcome to Hike, Bike, Run, the official podcast of the Western Front Way. We talk modern commemoration, adventure, hiking, biking, and of course, making it happen. I'm your host, Rory Forsyth, CEO of the Western Front Way. We have a cracking guest today. Uh, was one of the star members of the relay team we did last May when we took on the entire thousand kilometres on foot. Please welcome Georgia Yerk Witch Spink. Hello! It's, <laughs> it's an absolute pleasure to be here with you, Rory. I know it's so lovely to have you on here. We've now had Richard and you, so this is the first kind of double of the Freedom Trails coming at us. Yes, the, the pinnacle of Freedom Trails. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And we, um, I mean, I, 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 I did send you some questions because, you know, we're really on the ball like that. We've actually been speaking for quite a long time. Um, when did you first hear about us? <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Um, do you know, I think it might have been about 2018 when I first reached out to you guys. Um, we, yeah, a long time ago. I, I was rich and I were chatting and, oh, I, I, do you know, my memory, I'm not great. I can barely remember yesterday, Rory, let alone however many years ago, pre-pandemic. Um, but I just remember finding out about it through the, the diaries of, you know, the Galettes, the whole reason of the, the Westfront Way um that gillespie wrote and thinking oh my goodness me this sounds so fitting this journey um you know this journeying across and, and path for peace um so it just sort of really resonated with what freedom trails is all about um and yeah and that's when i reached out to you guys to see if there could be any any sort of partnership and then yeah. look at us now i know next thing you know we're um we're kind of eating at the same breakfast buffet and uh, thinking oh my god i've got to run another hundred kilometers <laughs> Exactly, going, oh God, but that was, oh, what an experience that was, just truly amazing, um, big fond memories of that, loved it. Yeah, me too. So what, so for our, for all of our listeners, what do, what, what do you, does Freedom Trails do? What do you do? Um... So Freedom Trails, uh, I mean, our, our kind of line is that we offer clients, individuals, people, mm-hmm. um, adventurous individuals, journeys with a purpose. So we are kind of adventure challenge provider um, of endurance events, of physical challenges, which take people to follow in the footsteps of those who fought for freedom, escaped to freedom, or who want to f- or want to try and find a sense of freedom through their own daring do, or who did find that in, in history. So it's got a military history bent to it. Um, and the reason for that, Richard and I, my business partner, um, we care deeply about what's gone before and the stories that have, have been laid down and the people that have given their lives for for us uh, to be in the world we're in right now and and following the footsteps of people who've done great great things that we you know I certainly can't even comprehend has such an emotive element to it that it's it's really powerful and we just wanted to enable that opportunity for people to kind of, you know, if you're going through a a tough time, if you're doing something physically demanding and enduring, which both Richard and I are really, really passionate about, and you can think about those who went before and you can really draw on that, it can help you massively push yourself to achieve great things. And that's just something we really care about. That's awesome. Uh, That's such a good answer. And I think it's strange you say that about, you know, place and people, because I was actually talking to someone else this morning on the phone who's just found the Western Front Way and it's him and his wife and they're setting off in October to do the whole thing. And he was amazing that it's because of what happened there. Um, Did you feel that that resonance when you were over there? 
Oh my goodness me! I mean, I you know you know me. I'm a bit emotion. Um, I'll probably start crying now just thinking about it. Yeah, I felt it massively. I mean, I'm not a runner <laughs> at all, um, and I, it stunned me that I was able to be part of a relay team doing a thousand kilometers you know I averaged 10k a day one of my best days was 17 and my worst was three but it's all about you know averages um but it was incredibly poignant and because I'm not a a runner really that's not my vibe when I was in those challenging places and and you're on your own you know we were all on our own in our little bits when we were doing the relay you can completely think about that and you can think you know Right. Okay. It's this sucks for me right now, but I'm in modern kit. I've got all the water and the gels I might need. I've got great trainers on, and I'm fine. Just think about what went before, and particularly when you're running through places and you see, you know, remnants of of the war. That's quite hard hitting. And uh, the biggest part for me, which was fully emotional, and it it, oh, it actually makes me well up now, which is silly. Um, is was was when I went across what was no man's land and that was something else because it was beautiful yeah. you know there was it was the time of year we went there was long grasses there were wildflowers the sun it was gorgeous and hot and it was just this big expansive field and you can you know if you didn't know where you were and you were just plonked there you just got oh, this nice pretty field yeah. but actually holy hell this is powerful place and i just cried yeah. <laughs> oh, i'm getting emotional i, I just cried was, running across it yeah that, that was up, i think that was up by teat Val, wasn't it in the song and you just kind of yeah you kind yeah. of set off it was an extraordinary image because it's 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 there are those kind of mounded hills in the song so we yeah. can see you for ages just this figure getting smaller <laughs> yeah. and smaller kind of disappearing and i'm just wailing along to myself just <laughs> <laughs> exactly and then i mean the magic of seeing the white truck at the other end waiting for you. Oh, Valhalla, yeah, I know. <laughs> and the, the tailgate sandwiches. <laughs> oh, my God. You and that, you. Was it Derry Lee as well? That was always around. Oh, no, it wasn't Derry Lee. Lavash Kiri. Lavash Kiri, <laughs> of course. Sorry. I mean, if this podcast explodes, I'm going to have to say, like, there are other cheese. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> other cheeses are available. Other spreadable cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I mean, I'm so excited because... We've got, I mean, you know, Western Frontway and Freedom Trails. We've got quite a big year coming up, haven't we? We have. We've got a very exciting year coming up, yeah. Are you going to say what that is? Yeah, well, I, I mean, we've, we've got the Rugby World Cup, which is one thing. Um, but obviously, yeah. Lewis Moody uh, and a group of other riders are riding the Western Frontway for his foundation, which is an amazing thing. Yeah. And you guys are effectively overseeing... All of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, we're working in partnership together, but yeah, we're we're helping with the logistics. So that's very much Rich and I's area of expertise. You know, we've got a long history of expedition management and um, looking after people in challenging environments and working with groups particularly. And yeah, we're helping with all the logistics for that. And it's a, an absolute blessing. I mean, not only to help with, well, Lewis is a great guy. The charity is obviously really important, a very important cause. And we're getting to take people out to this fantastic place to to walk on this amazing path, you know, this path of peace. And um, it's going to be, I think it's going to be amazing. I really do. I think it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I do too, actually. And I think, um, I, I mean, I just want to say this, because obviously I, I've worked with you in a professional capacity, i.e. it was you and Richard that kind of were overseeing the recce. And yeah. phenomenal outfit. Um, surely, would you think there's there's no greater thing than experience, when it, like having done it before when it comes to 
let's say, organising logistics. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You, you know, I mean, it's great. We've we, we did the recce. We've been out there. We've been boots on the ground. We've, you know, blood, sweat and tears. Kind of, well, definitely, definitely sweat and tears. I don't know about the blood element, um, but we've been there. We've done it. We know it. We know the thousand kilometres, more or less inside out and sideways. So that pays dividends when you're when you're planning things um but yeah it's just going to be a great experience i think there's potentially still places so yeah. if anybody's keen they want to sign up for this fantastic charity and do something amazing that will not only be brilliantly physically challenging for an individual but also you know quite poignant and memorable and very special yeah i agree with you i mean there are it's i think the phrase once once in a lifetime opportunities come up but i think the chance during a rugby world cup to cycle with a world cup winner and a british and irish lion with a fantastic oh, yeah. event, that's that's kind of up there, isn't it? <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty special. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I mean, I think not yeah. going to happen again. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, um, with I, I think that's worth bearing in mind. A lot of people, as this thing evolves, more people find out about it. It was always going to be a kind of word of mouth game. Um, the mm-hmm. organic, you know, spread of the Western Front way. So lots of people are starting to use it for fundraisers, and it's just worth I mean, it's worth saying. You know, if if there was a big enough group of people. Would Freedom Trails would be able to help them out, right? A bit like doing the Lewis. Oh, of absolutely. Yeah. If you, you know, if you're thinking, I mean, just even a, a group of individuals, of course, doing it for fundraising purposes is fantastic. Um, that can be part of it. But if there's a group of people who are like-minded who want to push themselves physically and take on a challenge, but they want that support and backup of logistics planners, health and safety, medical backup, that kind of thing, then yes, that's 100% what we're there for. Yeah, and I think actually that's a really good point actually about the backup element because um, it can't, I mean, th- a thousand kilometres is a very long way. This is why we're saying, you know, this kind of relay approach is a very good one. Um, but even having you guys, you know, to meet and stuff, I mean, the difference that made to us was astronomical. Um, yeah. As you said, the tailgate lunches, because it can be tricky in France, as we know, to time lunch with things are open. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yes. You know, they, they they run to their own beat. Um, but yeah, if you've got that support there and you can, you know, you've pushed yourself and you've run and you might be, you might be taking on, we just were averaging 10, well, I was averaging 10k a day. Some of us were, were doing more than that. Um, but if you're, you know, you're going for a big stint and you just get to the end and you've just got someone there who's got your kit, got your your supplies, your food, there to look after you, support you, get you to the next stop, that kind of thing. Yeah, very helpful. Yeah, it is. And I mean, I know you've said that you're not a runner, but you you definitely are an athlete, which I do want to focus on because, um, I mean, this is so hot off the press. What were you doing yesterday? <laughs> oh, I mean, the first rule of CrossFit is always talk about CrossFit. So anyone listening to this who does that will know exactly what I mean. Um, I've just done a two-day CrossFit comp and we won, me and my team. Yeah, it was a trio of girls and we came first, which was fantastic. Uh, so, yeah, I do CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I've, I've actually seen that, seen that underway on your Instagram. And, uh, when you say CrossFit like that, I think it would break most mortal people. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit of a special sport, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But um, but that's, I mean, my background, as you will know, I'm, I'm an ex-GB athlete. I was um, a dragon boat racer for Great Britain, a niche sport uh, for four years, some time back. So I class myself as a has-been, but that's very much part of what Freedom Trials kind of came out of. You know, Richard has he's sailed the Atlantic single-handedly. He's rowed the Atlantic. You know, I mean, he's he's got some epic physical challenges, 
under his belt that he I mean he's super humble he wouldn't be the first one to talk about that whereas me you know I'm happy to talk about it um but he and I really share that passion for what physical challenge can do for you um and it was very much why we wanted to make freedom trails and then to like I've said already to have it with that kind of element of following in the in the footsteps of people who've done epic feats is just add something extra to it for us which makes it really special yeah i i completely agree with you i mean it's worth saying as well as you said richard is incredibly humble uh we've just put a new <clears throat> box into the app which is fastest nine times or fkts because uh, it's, it's worth noting that richard has just atomized the fastest known time on the bike um yeah, he did. he did it north to south in something like four and a half days um, yeah, I know. I mean, I almost would put that down as a as a kind of tempting red rag for anyone that thinks they've got it in them. <laughs> yeah, come on, roll up, roll up, come and have a go if you think you're yeah, exactly. <laughs> fast enough. And I, think, I, I mean, I, I, I hope that. I mean, obviously, we've got, we've got the Lewis Lewis ride to do, and then next year. I mean, I, I know we spoke about this just before the call, but I'm very, very keen to kind of to kind of unleash this onto the world. Um, mm. And, you know, you'll be there alongside me. I mean, do, do you, would you suggest a relay approach is a good way to look at this? Like a team of four or five? I think, I think it really depends. I mean, I would love to see somebody, I mean, there's plenty of endurance athletes out there, you know, ultra, ultra marathon athletes and who do crazy, crazy things. I mean, somebody could yeah. run a thousand kilometers. They, they simply could. It is possible. People do that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, we would be there to, to help them with that. Um, but yeah, relay is a fantastic way to do it. And particularly, it just makes it more accessible. Mm -hmm. You know, we did it in 10 days with well it varied between we had nine at our heady height didn't we and then i think oh god the last the last day what was there four it was yeah. just four no five of us wasn't oh, there right. and we had we had something like 200 and something oh my life yeah we had a lot to do <laughs> a nice. lot of kilometers to cover um <laughs> yeah yeah it was just oh trudge trudge um but the, but then you know think, thinking back to that the kind of trudge trudge and you're going oh this is rubbish but hang on a minute have a word with yourself look where i am and look what i'm doing and look why i'm here and that was that was always i know it was coming coming back to us all the time um but yeah relay is fantastic because if you've got a group of like-minded friends or mm. gym colleagues or you know workmates and you want to take this on it makes it much more manageable and and you're all in it together and i love that i love the camaraderie I, you know i've i've I like competing in team events. That's what I've done for a very long time. So, and I like that. I like relying on my team. I like trusting my team. Um, and you can get all of that and more from doing this type of experience. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It's actually, I, it's one of those things where there is a magic in there. And I, it's not like an exclusive club, but I, I have to say, if you, if you do something as a team that pushes you endurance wise, there is something that happens. There's some magic in yeah. the air, I think. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I mean, you know, I speak from experience. I absolutely couldn't agree more. It is truly special to do it with other people. And there's that's nothing against those people who are solitary lone wolves who want to go out there and push themselves on their own. That's a whole other breed. You know, that's that's kind of my husband. He he's off on his own, doing his own thing for miles and miles. And that that takes strength, stamina, guts, yeah. a, a whole heap of things. But um, yeah, to do it with other people is quite special yeah well let's let's just quickly talk about your husband because he's not a bad athlete either is he 
<laughs> he's all right. <laughs> I mean, he's super, super humble too. He wouldn't, yeah, we're very different individuals. Uh, but yeah, he's all, he's all right. He's all right. He's got a few miles under his legs. <laughs> yes, he has. And uh, I mean, he holds kind of mythical status in my mind, just as a funny story from when we were on the recce, when um, he ate two pizzas, one after the other. <laughs> I know, and it really confused the, the kitchen. They were like, there's only seven people out there. They've ordered eight meals. This can't be right. This can't be right. And where somebody didn't get any food. I, don't, I can't remember who it was, but somebody didn't get any food. It's not the first time he's done it. We went skiing several years ago, and he had a steak for two for one. I mean, it literally was steak for two on the menu. And, and the waitress was going, steak? Pour deux? Pour un? And Carl's going, oui? <laughs> like, really? It's just an absolutely deadpan delivery. Just like, yes, that is what I ordered. Yes, <laughs> yes. I know, and he would do it like that. Just, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you stupid. Yeah, well, I, I won't take up that much more of your time. It's just one last thing, actually. I think oh. it is because you're, um, you know, you I, I saw the Western Front way affect you you know in a in a, in a way you know and it, it affects me too I mean I'm actually when I'm going out uh later this week on my own I'm actually gonna for the first time follow in the footsteps of my great-grandfather um oh, wow. I've been doing some digging and I found out these four places where he was stationed he was wounded at every single one because he was a st- stretcher bearer oh. so it's gonna be kind of my like, goodness my pilgrimage but for you I mean did you find the western front way I mean there is obviously the history element there's the endurance element did you find it's quite a good way to step away from the pressures of the modern world, in a sense? Oh, well, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, I think that uh, experiences like this in general allow you to do that. I mean, there's so much to be said for getting out in nature, physical activity. You know, the, the benefits for mental health are, you know, Every, well, hopefully everybody knows that. Um, but yeah, it's it's very much, you can forget the day-to-day and you're just out there, you're immersed in it, um, you're living that experience. So yeah, 100%. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I think that's what I was going to, I mean, I'm not putting words in your mouth at all, but it's just been coming to me over the last few weeks. The more people I talk to, either on this podcast or YouTube channels or whatever, it seems to be that this path for peace is a place to find peace. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think that's just starting to really resonate with me. How many people there are that could actually really do with this in their life? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, I'm I'm incredibly lucky. I live, I'm sitting in my bedroom at the minute, cross-legged in front of my window, looking out. I live in North Yorkshire, looking out across the valley, and all I can see is green, the odd farm, and some cows in the distance. You know, being outdoors is is very... It brings peace. Nature brings peace. Um, and and physically journeying brings a sense of well-being and calm. And there's, you know, there's scientific studies and don't need to kind of go down that line. But um, it, it absolutely can. And, and also just having a moment to go, OK, I might be having challenges in my life. Things might be a bit tough, but look at where I am. You know, and very, this is absolutely talking about the Western Front Way look at where I am and think about where I am and think about what went before me and gives a sense of kind of um, perspective. Um, And I think that can really help, particularly if people are finding things challenging or having, you know, everyone has hard, challenging lives, some some to more extent than others. Mm -hmm. But going on a journey like this and and taking that time um, can be extremely beneficial. Yeah. I was, that's beautifully answered. That really was because that was actually kind of what I was trying to get at, but I kind of mumbled and shumbled my words. 
options. <laughs> but I think I think we'll we'll leave it there sooner. But I mean, if there is, you've you've really picked up on so much, and I think that if there are people out there that are thinking I could do with a break, I've got a few mates that are relatively fit. I mean, they just get in touch with you, right? We've got to get people using this thing. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Freedomtrails.co.uk, that's us. Check us out. There's still still some little bits on the website that need a bit of tweaking, but you get the general gist. Um, but yeah, reach out to us and and do, you know, you will not regret taking a journey on the Western Front Way at all. Um, you know, whichever part of it you, you journey on, it will be memorable and rewarding. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay, amazing. Good. Well, well, we'll leave it there. You've probably got to go to the shops and buy like four pizzas um, for your husband. <laughs> just, just for the husband. No, I'm being good today. I ate way too many sweets and things over the weekend to just try and get me through. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be healthy today. No pizza for me. <laughs> I like it. I love, love it. I've dealt with it a day at a time. I'm going to be healthy today. <laughs> Yeah, well, no, it's manageable sex, Rory. Let's okay. not be too... Yeah, right, what can I do right now? Like, what can I do right now? That's, yeah, I can be good right now. Let's not think about... Yeah, like good. Okay, amazing. Well, um, we'll, we're going to hear from you again on the podcast because when we're over there for the Rugby World Cup with Lewis, we're going to do a kind of slightly different format where it's going to be more like a Q&A with lots of people. So people will hear you again, which is good. Oh, what a joy. I bet they cannot wait for that excitement. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Rory. It always is. I love you to pieces. Oh. Thank you so much. And yeah, and thank you for everything you do because um, you are you are intrinsic to this going forward. Oh, thanks. Thanks, mate. Amazing. <laughs> okay, cool. We'll sign off there. I'll see you later. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hi, guys. Uh, we just wanted to add a little bit more to this podcast, actually, because uh, I was just doing a bit of a review with Georgia. Hello again. Hi. Hello. <laughs> I mean, talk about, a, talk about a terrible host. Um, I forgot to ask you about... Your connection to the Western Front, naughty Rory. <laughs> naughty, naughty Rory. We were just getting so carried away, Rory. It's yeah, absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah, my connection. I mean, I I did... Um, oh, gosh. I mean, you know me and names of places. I can't remember. There's a big memorial wall with yep. thousands and thousands of names yep. in it. Um, and there was a... So Spink is my um, maiden name, and there was a Spink there. And I just had a phone call with my dad before. My grandma, my Glaswegian granny, my Ouija granny, who's yeah. 101, by the way. What? <laughs> Still going strong. Her great-grandfather was in the First World War, and he was in the Argyll and Sutherland Highlanders. Wow. And he joined up at age 14. Jeez. I mean, I'm so pleased that we decided to get back online because that is the same regiment that was Gillespie. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah that was... <laughs> there you go. That was his regiment. Wow. So that's that's quite, um, that's quite amazing. Oh, my goodness me. I did not know that. That's crazy. Mm, wow. Yeah. So I don't know the name of my grand- great grandfather. My um, I didn't get that information when I had a brief chat. Mm. Um, but yeah, joined age fourteen, dischar- discharged at the end of the war, age nineteen. Oh, um, and I was told he was he was wounded, quite badly wounded, and he got a a war wound pension. Yes. And then in the Second World War, because he was so injured, he couldn't sign up, so he was in the Home Guard. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, they did. I mean, they. I, I can't remember. I'm, just, I'm desperately searching my mind. The pension was something like 22 shillings a week or something like that, if the wound was that bad. Um, oh, goodness me. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to kind of sit with my, my grandma. I mean, she's, she's a font of all knowledge, considering she's 101. She still knows so much. But yeah, I just kind of snatched a quick conversation with my, with my dad before, before our chat. Oh, that's but so yeah, that's amazing. crazy. Yeah, that is. And I mean... Um, 
you know, you've so many people were kind of the the, the ripples that go through families. Um, you know, we tend to forget now that just how many people were involved in that First World War. Like every family was touched, basically. Yeah, I mean, you know, and and if you think about present day as well, I mean, the amount of people are in the military now and all the families and all the people and the children and the wives and the husbands and, the, you know, everybody, the partners, the mums, the dads, the everything, you know, it, it, it gets its tendrils into everybody that's not just the person that's out there. Yeah. doing the, the thing it's it relates to everybody and it's yeah it's it's a lot yeah. um but yeah the, the numbers i mean gosh that was something that you talked about i mean i can't I can, once again referring back to my shocking memory but the stats that you gave us i think it was the first night when we were having that amazing pizza yeah um, we're focusing on pizza a bit here um <laughs> when we we're eating that pizza and you said how many was it that, yeah, that uh, died it's, it's basically 17 people per meter Oh, my goodness me. Yeah, and that's so, stat. Yeah, so if you walked from, I don't know, you know, everyone's the size of everyone's house is relative, but let's say that there's a pretty standard-sized kitchen. If you walk the length of that, you're looking at kind of just over 100 people killed. Yeah, and that's that really, I think that just, and that was before we'd started the, the relay, and I think all of us just kind of put our knives and forks down and just had a second there. Because yeah. that, and that was another thing that I thought when I was out yomping through the, the woodland or wherever I was kind of in pain with running just going every step I'm taking is yeah <laughs> is a life yeah, gone right. yeah well that's an amazing connection with the Argonne and Sutherlands um is there anything else that I have now clearly forgotten so I don't forget again uh no I don't think so I mean I have you know I did have other relatives mm. in the second world war who did all sorts of various things but um yeah that yeah, was I mean, that was was that Dunkirk we were saying before the before the call? Yeah, yeah. So again, slightly hazy. So I had um, my grandma's cousin um, Jeff, who was a prisoner of war in Poland, and he did the long march back to Germany. Um, and then my another relative, possibly another cousin of my grandma's, was um, in a group uh, in Dunkirk who were left behind to kind of fend for themselves. And he was actually in a TV program, Clifford. He might have been called. Um, there was a Channel Four documentary done about about that little group, um, and that was the last time. You know, he sadly passed away since then. But yeah, yeah so there's uh, yeah, I, and I'd not really realised that. So and and like you say, I think if people anybody sort of looks into their past a bit, um, they'll find that connection, um, and do you know it's really worthwhile just speaking to family members, older family members, grandparents, great-grandparents, to, to get that information because it's really powerful and important. And I think people should know that. Yeah, I agree. Um, well, we've got a platform now where if people do, you know, they start talking and they want to find out more, then, um, you know, they can go to the actual places now, which makes a big difference. I think. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, following those footsteps. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay, well, I will let you go for real this time. All right. Um, thank you so much. <laughs> And uh, that's an absolute pleasure. Yeah, I'll catch you soon. Okay. All right. Take See care, you. Rory. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. Bye.